Hey, Ben's got some uh, clipboards he's going to pay passing around here um, for some upcoming events here at the end of the semester. Thanks, man. Yeah, cool. Uh, sure to check that out. We got senior night. Actually, not sure what else is on there, but I know senior night's on there. <laughs> so be sure to flip through that and notice, look at the first one. How's everybody doing? I like the energy. That's cool, cool, cool. It's good. I'm glad to be with you all again this week. I'm glad the rain held off a little bit and you weren't all dripping as you come in. <laughs> so, um, been through, we, went, we went through a lot this semester, um, right? As far as, uh, that, that could, I could just put a period at the end of that probably, but um, we've been through a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, like on this, on this like Wednesday night, um, this kind of se- this base camp series that we've been, been going through, there's, there's a lot, you know, and I, I think like we realize that there's a lot of tools that we've been tossing out here, you know, and um, we started the semester with talking Sabbath, and I really hope that that's something that maybe has stayed in your brain, you know, as far as like fighting for that, because it is a sacrifice and it's a fight, but it's important. Um, talked about, um, I'm a little hot too, sorry, if you guys want to turn me down just a little bit. Um, the uh, rhythms, different rhythms, right, like of, of just like our daily and weekly and monthly or whatever time frame, you know, kind of rhythms that we put together. Talked about that, you know, early on. Um, talked about things like uh, sharing our story, you know, with other people. Hannah took us through that and, like, just some ways to, to consider, like, hey, like, Jesus has done stuff in our lives, and it's our story, so it's not like we're having to memorize it, <laughs> you know, or anything, but we can, we can share that with people. Um, ben talked us through, like, what it looked like to uh, kind of, like, do follow-up with people and make make like a like an intentional effort to like hey let's sit down and I, I have some things I want to share with you as far as like the gospel you know kind of things um, so you know just talking about like that kind of outward um, pouring that we have um, we talked about engaging with scriptures in a couple ways right like uh, Hannah talked about the inductive study um, so a little more of our um, not really this isn't really the right word but maybe more like logical thinking, you know, as far as like digging into the word and pulling things out and really um, uh, getting every ounce out of it, you know, Ben, ben worked us through um, how to make use of resources like commentaries and concordances and Blue Letter Bible and, you know, all those things that we have access to. Like all of us have access to that and all of us can make use of that. You don't need education to do that. You can just have the tool, you know, and learn how to use them. Um, and then I, I walked us through contemplative prayer or contemplative scripture reading um, to do something a little, little different from what our normal is. So, you know, my hope in prayer is that we've been putting things like that into practice. And I have a deep realization that that's a lot of stuff. You know, that's a lot of things to try to juggle. And the point was never to load a bunch of tools up on you, but it's like, okay, we have this toolkit now. We can make use of it. Some things maybe don't land. You know, I totally came into the contemplative scripture reading knowing that that wouldn't land with everybody, but, you know, maybe that's been good for you. And, uh, um, but just things that we can pull out when we need, um, 
lately we've been learning about practicing some different styles of prayer and um, you know looking at like Hannah walk us through prayer journaling and like her experience with that and the ways that we could make use of that by just like getting prayers down for and tool um, uh, for the semester um, to have in our kit and um, I don't know it may be an uncomfortable one it may be hard I think it's hard I think prayers difficult for us a lot of times anyway um, but uh, I I'm interested to see like where that can go with us because I think it's important um, just a little disclaimer before we get into it though these, these things we've been talking through you know and I'll say over and over again they are they are tools to draw near to God all these things are tools to draw near to him, to put ourselves in a position to hear, to quiet ourselves, to like concentrate our attention on the Lord. Um, you know, they obviously should not be the target. They are not the target. Jesus is our target always. He's the one we're seeking. Um, and when it comes to, to prayer, um, we're promised that God hears us. And the Bible is clear that God does answer prayer, um, but, you know, he's no vending machine. And we need to be very clear about that. Like, that's not who God is. It's not just bloop, 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 and we get what we want. You know, that's not, that's not the promise. But he does hear us. He does answer prayer. Um, and there's a tension in that. Um, so when we come to the Lord in these ways of praying, whether it's like your prayer journaling or praying the scriptures or um, kind of listening in prayer like I'm going to talk about tonight, um, we can come confidently before him because of what Christ has done. Like, we can, we can just, like, step up to the Lord, which is, like, super weird and scary, you know, but, like, we can speak directly to God and, and have these prayer times confidently and know that he hears us and know that he loves us, but we can't, like, force God to speak. He's not going to be forced into that. Um, he's going to speak of his own volition. Um, and, you know, we need to know that he's not going to answer on our most convenient timetable, right? Like that, we, God is God and we are not, you know, and we need to remember that, I think, when we come into to our time of prayer. Um, but these practices are about putting ourselves into a position for the Lord to work in us because we love him, because he's amazing, and we follow him. So, um, have any of you ever been in like a one-sided conversation yeah, I, I, I'm like, people are like, amen, brother. You know, like, um, how, about, how about a little more specific? Um, have you ever been in one where, uh, we're calling this correctly, where you can't get a word in edgewise, right? Like, it's like somebody wants to talk, you know, kind of thing. And um, I'll scooch a little bit over. Um, Somebody wants to talk, you know, or they may want something from you kind of thing, and you cannot get, get a word in edgewise with that. Um, what was your experience if you've dealt with that? Frustrating? Annoyed? Okay. Made you chuckle? Tee-hee-hee. -hee. I said tee-hee-hee. -hee. It's not... Anyway, we're derailing. It's not great, right? Like, that's the, that's the point, right? It's not, it's not enjoyable to, to be 
be in a, in a conversation like that. Um, I, uh, my kids are growing through this and it's cool to see that, but um, there are times, like as a dad, when I experience this at a very deep level, you know, where it's like either they just want like to talk so much, you know, and like share everything, which is awesome. It is awesome, right? But it's like, I gotta go to the bathroom, you know, or like, or something, you know, it's like, we're literally trying to walk out the door right now. Um, or, um, you know, it's like obvious that it's like about needing or wanting something, right? When they, they like approach me. And, you know, there, there's room for those things, but, but like I'm not content as a father to only have that relationship where it's like them coming to ask for something and me giving it to them, um, or even really, like I want to hear everything. Like I really do deep down, even though sometimes it's hard. Um, but I also wanna be able to speak into their lives too. I'm not content with a relationship where it's a one-sided conversation, you know, kind of thing. Um, and, I, and that's taught me a lot, I think about like our interactions with God and the way we pray, and the way we speak with him. I think God wants to I know God wants to speak into our lives as well, but sometimes we're not listening. Um, so, yeah. Tonight's about listening in prayer. Um, I, just a question. Does anyone feel like you listen well in prayer? Or practice that at all? No? Try to, yeah. feel pretty good about it? You feel like you look, like that's a practice for you? Yeah, yeah cool. Awesome. Yeah, so one and a half people. <laughs> and I, I, I can't jump on, you know, it's like I try, you know, kind of thing, but that's, that's a struggle. It really is, and it's an it's a increasing practice for me, like, to work through this stuff. Um, but listening in prayer, I think, is a super important thing. Um, I think in general, we have def- definitely more experience with, like, monologue prayer, Right, where it's like, God, here's all these things that I want to tell you and ask you, and this is how my day was, and goodbye, hang up the phone, you know, like kind of thing. And, you know, it's hopefully more reverent than that, but like, I think that's our, our experience, and the models that we've seen probably are share and then go about our business. Um, but I, I think that prayer is supposed to be a dialogue. And do I mean that? I think we need to hear the audible voice of God. No, not necessarily. That's not where I'm really going today with that. Um, I haven't heard the audible voice of God ever. Um, I think you could. Um, but, uh, but I think that there's more than just specifically coming to God and speaking and then walking away. Um, and I, I think that the, you know, the Lord could speak in any way he wants if he wishes, but there are other ways that we hear as well. Um, and because the pendulum for us, in general, has been swung so far to the monologue, I think we need to try to bring it back center by working to practice the listening side of things. Um, I think we struggle for several reasons, um, and I, I wonder if any of these are true for you all. Um, maybe we haven't heard of listening in prayer. This is like brand new information. This is brand new information. Or we've never seen it modeled, even if maybe 
you've heard of it. It's like the idea is not foreign to you, but no one has ever shown you what that looks like. There's a good chance of that. Um, possibly we're too impatient to sit quietly and try to listen <laughs> to God. You know, I, I, I get that, obviously. It's not very efficient to just sit and wait on the Lord, you know, kind of thing. Um, and our minds do not want to stop. Maybe it's too distracting to stop and listen because there's just so much going on around us. Um, maybe we're even skeptical of God speaking to us. It's a very real possibility, you know, in that term. Wherever we're at in this, I, I think we can grow in our practice of praying with like a listening element. Um, and that, that really is all about like our posture in prayer. Um, I've heard it said before and, and that listening prayer is about having, quote, a posture of humility, sorry, a posture of humble asking and attentive listening. And my, my assumption is that we probably understand the humble asking fairly well, um, even if we have trouble practicing it. But that attentive listening aspect may not be what's happening in our prayer times. Um, often we ask, and then we go about our business. We need to learn to pause. And, and this kind of praying, it centers on a request for God to guide. Like, Lord, I have no idea what to do in this situation. Please speak. You know, like, it's that, that simple as that kind of thing. Um, but then waiting in intentional and purposeful listening in those things. Um, James 1.5 James talks a lot about wisdom here, and he's like, if anyone is deficient in wisdom, they should ask God, who gives to all generously and without reprimand or without fault, and it will be given to them. Like, there's a, there's a promise in James that if we're like, Lord, I don't know, like, I need more wisdom than what I have, that God speak, that he answers that and wants to give us wisdom, that he's the source of wisdom. Um, life as you know, is full of decisions. Um, we need wisdom for those. And not all answers or directions in things that we're doing are immediately apparent. Um, it's not like everything is just laid out like we know the answer. Um, but God is the source of wisdom. And, and like James says, he tells us the Lord gives generously when we ask. Right now, right now is a time of big decisions for all of you. This is an extremely formative time, if you didn't realize that, and you know, but like all these big decisions, you know, that are, that are before you, where whatever year you are, um, however long you've been in college or how much you have left, there are huge decisions. You know, should I pursue a relationship with this person? Should I pursue a relationship at all? Is this major the right one for me? Should I go to grad school? Where should I move after college? Which job should I take? How do I approach this conversation well? You know, like all these things and more are aspects of, of like things that we need wisdom for and need to like say like, Lord, please speak into this. Um, the list goes on and on. And they're not always that big even, but there's plenty that we can commit to the Lord and ask for wisdom um, regarding. So listening to the Lord to speak is so important because of how many voices that we actually have speaking at us on a regular basis. Um, it's, it's important regardless, but we have so many voices speaking at us that they're an active listening for God's voice is, is so very important. Like, just take a minute 
and think about all the information that is sent your way every day and how many voices are speaking into it. Friends, roommates, teachers, bosses, news sources, any kind of media you look at, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, you know, like, it, it goes on and on and on. Um, all these things, billboards, things flashing, you know, like, it, there's so much information and voices that are speaking at us. And really, there's more voices than our brains can handle. Like, we literally cannot, we cannot manage all of the information that comes our way every day. But we, we want to live wise, godly lives, right? So we seek to hear from the Lord. And one of the ways that we do that, um, like we've talked about often, you know, just kind of recapping a little bit, is, is through Scripture. Like, we, we need to be in the Word of God because He speaks through His Word. The Word is, the writer of Hebrews says the Word is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. You know, it, it speaks into our lives. God uses it. To, to pierce and to to um, encourage and to challenge and all these things to help us grow in Him, God's written word is a way that we we hear from Him, and we hear both um, like general truth, you know, it's like and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tangent, but there, there's general truth of like this this is stuff that is true that God wants us to know about His character and about what He desires for us and about like the way the world works. And then there's specific truth things where it's like, like, what do I do in this situation? Like, what's God's desire for this? Um, and we can read those things, you know, um, which is beautiful. Um, we, one of the ways that, that the scriptures engage us is kind of like a, um, um, a guide or to use like a really old construction term. You guys know what a plumb line is? Nobody knows what a plumb line is. Some people know. Some people know what plumb lines are. Plumb lines, you have a string with a weight, and you'd hang it, and when it stops moving, you know that that's straight up and down because the gravity has pulled it straight. So you build your walls against that to make sure that it's straight. Um, if you're a science person, maybe it's the control. Put it against, right? Um, kind of thing. Like, th those things are, Scripture is that for us. Like, we can test against that, and we're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, but we rely on the Holy Spirit to speak into our lives in areas where the Scripture speaks, but where um, it isn't, but also where it isn't so clear, maybe. Um, John fourteen twenty six. Jesus has been talking about the Holy Spirit for a while, but he's like, but the Advocate, or the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything, and will cause you to remember everything I said to you. Um, truth from Scripture should always stay central in our prayers, and we, we, as we keep it there, we have this responsibility and an opportunity to listen to the Holy Spirit's promptings as well. Um, questions I get a lot in, like, discipleship times or just, like, one-on-ones with people, um, and I, I'm sure you've, met, you've, like, rattled these questions around in your, in your head before, you know, or, like, like, how do I know that I'm hearing from God? Or, like, what's God's will for my life? Like, those things are things that people ask a lot and are wrestling with. Or, how do I know that this is God's will for me and this, like, specific thing even? 
Um, and there's a ton of voices, like I said, and we definitely need to identify where things are coming from. So I wanted to talk about like discernment in this as well, just a little bit. Um, there are multiple places in Scripture where we are called to be discerning people, discerning with the information that's given us, or we get even examples of people being discerning. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5.21, Paul is like, examine all things, hold fast to what is good. Examine all things, hold fast to what is good. When we have information, when there's thoughts, when there's ideas, we examine them and we hold fast to what's good. Um, Luke gives, I guess it's him kind of giving like props to the Jews in Berea in Acts 17, It's one of my favorite stories. Paul goes and preaches to these people in this town, Berea, the Jews in Berea. And Luke is like, they were more honorable because they listened to Paul and then they went and searched the scriptures to make sure that what he said was true. More honorable than these other people who didn't really act very well. Um, they, they search the scriptures, they listen, and they go and examine for themselves to make sure that the truth was being spoken. Um, and we should always be like the Bereans. Like, we should be like the Bereans. Um, I hope that you examine the scriptures to make sure I'm saying what's true. You know, like, I, I just like, to be honest, like, I want, I want that. Um, but we need to pause and listen for God. We need to be discerning with that. Um, voices speak into our lives from different places. Sometimes it's our, like, internal voice. Um, sometimes, oh, and, and like, this is maybe unpopular opinion here, but our thoughts cannot always be trusted. Like, they, they cannot always be trusted. We have very fickle hearts and fickle minds. And following your heart is not always a good choice. I'm just going to say that. Like, it's not. Um, because our hearts and minds are so fickle. Um, Paul tells the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 10.4, and it's like a much larger thought, the weapons of our warfare are not human weapons, but they're made powerful by God for tearing down strongholds. We tear down arguments and every arrogant obstacle that's raised up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ, to make it obey Christ. Um, and this idea, like, in our own brains, that when we're having thoughts, are we, like, capturing those before they get out of control? This can go in a lot of different directions with us, but are we watching what we're thinking and testing that to be like, is this from God? Like, is this good? Is it true? Is it honorable? Is it noble? Like, our, that, that whole thing that Paul's like, think on these things. Is it lovely? Um, is, is that happening? The writer of Hebrews in the fourth chapter says, and I said this earlier, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. When we can put our thoughts and intentions up against the word and see, like, where does it fall? Where do these things fall? Um, talking about voices, uh, there are also voices that come from others or, like, the world, um, just in general. Um, some of those voices speak truth, and I think that's important to remember is that there is lots of truth that the world speaks, but some of it's not. 
you know, and you know this, like uh, this, I'm not, you know these things. But some of, the, some of these things are not true, and we need to have discernment, though, as people, the people of God, as followers of Jesus, about, like, which is which. First um, John 4, 1, John just, like, straight up, he's like, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone into the world. And this is how you recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Um, this idea of, again, testing the things that come at us and making sure that they line up with what the Lord has said. Um, some voices come into our minds are spiritual attacks. Um, I definitely don't ever want to be like, well, everything is a spiritual attack, but there are things that are spiritual attacks on us um, in different ways, but like, you know, thoughts like you are, you are unlovable or your sins are too much even for God or you are alone. Those are lies that attempt to tear us down um, and they're lies from the evil one. And there's other things like that, too. We need to be discerning and aware of attacks like that. First um, Peter 5.8 talks about, you know, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking who he wants to devour, looking for someone to devour. You have to be aware, be sober and alert, and test those thoughts against what we know to be true in the Lord. You guys tracking with me? Okay, cool. Um, those voices range from, you know, untrustworthy at times to outright evil. Um, but the voice that we want to hear from is God. We want to hear the Lord's voice. We want to hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us. We need his wisdom and his guidance in our life for these decisions and just for living. And being intentional, be intentional about not just dumping a prayer onto God and then leaving, um, but instead spending time listening helps us to put ourselves in a position to hear um, it's one more form of, of that like idea of like concentrating our attention on the Lord so that he can work, like putting ourselves in a posture so he can move, right? Um, Psalm 46.10, maybe a familiar verse to you all. He says, God says, be still and know that I am God. Like we're going we're gonna to be still and know that he is God. He says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So when we practice discernment, um, whether it's like an impression that we get during prayer or someone's telling us something like advice or, you know, something's just like come into our brain, there are two like filters that I think we would be, do well to make use of. Um, and one I've already mentioned and we'll again, I'm just going to keep hammering this as we test things against scripture. We test these things against scripture, whether it's advice or like thoughts of our own or whatever that is um, we stop and pray and feel like we have some sort of impression about something we put it up against against scripture um, it's why we one of the reasons we need to know it so much is like to be able to test in this way does it line up with god's will for us does this thought conflict with what god says in his word or is it line up with that does it glorify God 
like is God glorified in the thoughts that, that I'm having or these, these things that are being shared? Does it showcase the fruit of the Spirit or does it showcase the ways of the flesh? You can check out Galatians 5 and read all about that later. But like, do, does it line up with these things or is it contrary to that? Um, these questions tested against Scripture are our first filter, but you know, it's like really hard because there are gray moments you know, um, things like which job should I take or should I go to grad school are not exactly shared in the Sermon on the Mount. You know, like that, they're not, like it's not there. So what do we do with that? Um, I think we test within a community of faith as well, you know, and just to use like the example, like what job should I have? Um, I don't, I'm, I'm off the cuff now. Okay, so um, I shouldn't be a hitman. You know, I shouldn't take a job as a hitman because you're not supposed to murder, you know, like people. And um, like, that's pretty clear, right? Like if I have like, I'm going to be a teacher or a hitman. Like, okay, let's test it against the word. Straight there in the Ten Commandments. Like, I'll, I'll be the hitman. No, and the... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, we, that, that's easy, that's easy, but like teacher or uh, engineer, you know, like kind of, I don't know, like those things, that's not like, we don't have like a biblical, like this is what you should be kind of thing. Um, but I do think that there's something to say about the counsel of trustworthy people um, and godly people that can, can play a role in that. Um, and what I, what I mean by that is simply asking, you know, counsel and advice from someone that you can trust who you've observed wisely following Jesus. Um, the New Testament talks about, you know, the church being a body, and there's, there's all these statements about, like, we have different gifts that we bring to the table for the, like, equipping and building up of the church. Um, there's things like, you know, whenever you gather together, everyone has, like, a song, a hymn, a prayer, a, a word of encouragement, like these kind of things. And that's more like this kind of gathering, I guess, but it's also kind of plays a role as far as us speaking into each other's lives and encouraging and building one another up. And I think wise counsel is part of that, that whole thing. Um, discernment is part of that process as well. So when we lay out something before God and we listen, and maybe we have some kind of like inclination of, like, this is where I feel like I'm being led. And we test it up against Scripture. And it's like, okay, this, this lines up with Scripture, but I'm still not sure we can bring that to the table of some, some wise people and say, like, what do you, what do you read in this? You know, kind of thing. Do you have any thoughts on this? And I think God works in that way through those people. Um, one of the things that's been really good about this Base Camp series for me um, has been, like, that that element of practice, like, within this group, um, an opportunity to do that, um, but tonight's going to look a little bit different, because, um, this is not something we can just, like, jam into 18 minutes, and, like, hope that God's gonna, like, say something, <laughs> you know, again, he could, but, um, I don't feel very comfortable about throwing you all into groups and being, like, you better hear from the Lord tonight, you know, kind of thing, so, um, it's gonna look a little different. I do want to walk through, kind of a, a prayer 
with some listening tonight, and then kind of, you're going to have groups, but it's going to be more reflecting on some of this, these ideas. Um, talking about things that we're talking about, seeking discernment, um, that shouldn't be forced. Um, again, God, you know, God's not a vending machine. This is not an equation for the Holy Spirit to speak. I'm not saying that at all tonight. But again, it's a way to put ourselves, to kind of till up the hard ground and to like put ourselves in a posture to hear. Um, so that's the hope with that. So um, I'm going to walk through just some example things here and then kind of release you to your groups to, to just again reflect. So um, if you would pray with me here, and um, this is kind of on the spot, okay? Um, so I, I get that. I get that. There may not, I, don't, don't like force yourself to find something, but um, I want you to consider like maybe some decisions that you're kind of mulling over. Um, maybe some things you're thinking about for the future. Maybe something you're stressed over and just don't know like what the, the thing is. Um, and again, this is kind of, this is a practice just to kind of get in the mode and like maybe we can do, you can do this later kind of deal. But um, just like considering something like that is kind of what we're going to lay before the Lord. Um, again, this is all quietly to ourselves. I'm not asking you to share anything tonight. Um, this is just for, for us and God and like hoping to begin the process of listening. And so um, think about what that thing is and um, take, take a minute here to, to lay out that request of like, I need wisdom in this, um, and then ask God to speak into that. you've done that, take a minute just to be still and listen.
a really short time, but if anything came to mind, kind of make note of that. Um, if nothing came to your mind in that, that's totally fine. Um, commit that to the Lord, that prayer. Um, and ask Him to speak in the future. Um, Jesus, thank you that you have given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, thank you, God, that you promise to hear, that you promise that you love your people, and that you you want to move in our in our world, <laughs> in our lives, um, to speak to us. And I, I just I pray that you would help us to take this posture of listening further. Um, as we go about our lives, Lord, that it's not always just drop stuff onto you and hope for the best, but that we, we would pause and desire to hear uh, you speak through your Holy Spirit. Um, help us to be discerning people, not just in things like this kind of prayer, but also in just the information that we take in, the things that we're taught, the... Um, the ideas that we come across, Lord, help us to be discerning. Is it, is it true? Is it good? Um, is it of you? Is it, does it glorify you? Does, um, does it look like the makings of the Spirit in our lives? Um, and help us to have good. I, I just pray for the, the, um, the provision of good counsel for these students wherever they go whether that's friends or mentors or family or whatever that looks like. Um, Lord, I, I just pray that, that they would all have people who could speak into their lives in some really, um, really beautiful ways that are relying on your wisdom, God. Thank you that you give us wisdom generously and that you promise that. I just pray that we'd be a people that, that seek out your wisdom, that ask for it, that desire it. So we give you these things, each and every one of us just like are laying these requests down before you and asking you to speak into our lives. Amen. Um, if you, uh, if you like something came to mind, you made a note of that. Um, again, the thing is like, where does this lay out in scripture? Like, does it test this against scripture? Um, you can test it by sharing with somebody you trust, a follower of Jesus that you trust, and like to converse over that. Um, so thanks for practicing that a little bit with me. Um, you guys can, you can all go to your groups now. Uh, and there's some like just reflection stuff over some of these ideas. All right. If you need a group, anybody need a group? Pretty good. Cool. All right. Thanks all.